The other day I was on the phone with Bill Wadman and it didn't take long before Bill asked, wait, should we be rolling tape on this? When you've recorded a thousand or so hours with someone, the answer is usually yes. I just wish we'd been rolling from the beginning because when Bill called, he asked what I was doing and I said I was listening to Steve Perry. And without missing a beat, he launches into the opening bars of Oh Sherry and we both just started cracking up. Here's the rest of the conversation. For those of you joining us, <laughs> story in progress. <laughs> we now return to our story already in progress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. De Jeffrey asked me a very intense metaphysical question about life <laughs> and happiness. Well, to be fair, it started out with a story about Steve Perry. Because yeah. <laughs> he should have been gone. <laughs> no, she should have been gone. Wait, who should have been, been gone? No, you should have been you gone. You should have been gone. Okay. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I start telling the story about my friend Matt's computer, who I reinstalled the OS because it got really screwed up. It was a 2014 MacBook Pro. And then I realized that the battery was bulging, like the whole bottom of it was puffy. And I'm like, man, this is not safe, right? Like, could go up at any time, could blow, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> Which I don't know. Is that what happens? Or do they just cut to a scene from Towering Inferno or the Poseidon well, well, here's Adventure? The thing. When they do or... bulge like that, is that actually something bad is going to happen? Like it's going to burn or blow up or is it just sort of, it messes it up and the battery stops working? I, I've never seen it happen on a, on a MacBook. I've seen the results on a phone and the phone has kind of Especially the old school through phones or, and things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, does it literally burst or, or does it just somehow, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, so. Either way, bad news. Either way, bad news. So he is a 2014 machine, but you know, the new big, M1 ones are not out yet. So he wanted to wait, you right. know? Um, and so I, I said, well, listen, if you want to keep this for another year or two, it's probably fine power wise. So why don't we just, well, you know, like computing power wise, <laughs> right. let's get your actual power stuff figured out by fixing this battery. So he orders a new battery and I was like, oh yeah. Like he's like, well, you help me put this in. I'm not really into that kind of thing. And I was like, sure, I'll help you put this in. How hard could it be? How hard could it be? It's Apple. Everything's built to fix. <laughs> so, so he, he, he's like, I got the battery. How about Monday morning? I said, sure. Come on over on Monday morning. So, so he's coming over at 10 o'clock and nine o'clock, Heather leaves, goes to work. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should like watch the little video on how to do this just so I yeah. look like I know what I'm doing and I'm not yeah. like running around. Clickety, 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 ifixit.com. Clickety, click, yeah, click, yeah. yeah. Click, 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 click. I open up the video. <laughs> And Jeffrey, the not in real time sped up version where it jumps, you know, like it just says, do this, then do that, then do yeah, this, yeah, is 37 minutes long. <laughs> so cut, cut to Bill Wadman taking 17 hours to install a battery. Well, now I'm realizing that I don't have 37 minutes before the guy shows up. So I don't right. even have enough time to actually watch the entire video in real time. So I'm watching it sped up, an already sped up version. First step, take off the back. Second step, take out the SSD. Third step, take out the Wi-Fi card. Fourth step, take out the fans. Take out the speakers. Take out the jacks. Take out all the cables. <laughs> take out the motherboard. <laughs> There's nothing left in the shell except for the battery. It's, it's yeah. It's the only thing on the very bottom of the case. Yeah, is yeah. the battery, which you then have to remove, Sidoris, with oh adhesive God. dissolver because it's glued in. Course, so they give you rubber gloves and a safety goggle set. <laughs> so, so that you're supposed to... Did it have the little hazmat logo anywhere on the packaging? I think it may have been on every piece of the packaging. <laughs> and then, so you lift up the edge of the... Like one corner of the battery and you use the syringe to squirt one quarter of a mil of this stuff underneath. And then there are like bespoke yellow... Uh, a plastic sort of credit card size cards to like slowly work up underneath and peel so you're, up. you're prying this thing out as it's dissolving the adhesive yes as yeah. and sounds safe and by the way i'm prying up what is this are you wearing a respirator at this point to protect against all the fumes from this horribly toxic respirator so <laughs> I, i'm pulling the thing up the battery is the, the new battery is, you know, maybe a couple centimeters thick or a centimeter thick. This battery's, you know, 25, 30 millimeters thick. 
You know what wow. I mean? Because it's just wow. puffed up. Like, yeah, it's like an ice cream sandwich sitting in there. Exactly. And and it goes, <laughs> it's seven cells, six cells all the way across, like in different shapes and sizes, because that's how they do it now. They have to pack every nook and cranny, right? Right, right. So I'm slowly pulling it up and like I get the thing out and now I'm like, oh shit, I've got, you know, all this stuff. And then I look at the motherboard and there's like heat sinks where the fans blow through the heat sinks and the 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 heat sinks are all clogged with dirt and i'm like man if i'm putting this all together again i should probably clean those out now i right. had laid out all the screws as i went so ssd screw next to ssd i write down on the yeah. paper yeah. ssd right next to those screws line goes next step you know what i mean like i did it all yeah. like really official so i go to pick up the motherboard on one of the pieces of paper not realizing there was some adhesive on the bottom it picks up the, <laughs> the paper and the screws go everywhere <laughs> all over the this table is, this has turned from a tech repair to a keystone cops routine so in awesome. seconds so <laughs> step one you have to put it all back together again in the opposite order except you don't put the battery in first because you can when you open up the computer the battery is right there you just can't remove it because you need to use the adhesive remover and if any of that gets on the motherboard you screw the motherboard sure. so yeah sure basically sure. you have to take the whole thing apart just because they glued this thing in so when you put it back in you have to put it all back in and then the battery is the last thing to go in you know and i put it all back together and i screw it all down and i turn it over and i plug in the thing on the side and the light goes yellow for charging and i was like oh my god this actually worked <laughs> and i turned it on and it actually worked did you did you jump out of your seat fists raised to the sky well, I, in triumph i couldn't let my friend matt know that i was you know so terrified at the at the, his computer i hope he doesn't listen to this I, i'm still to this day it's four days later for four days i've been amazed that this thing actually worked and that you're gonna get a, you're not gonna get a call like uh now that's it's not doing anything what happened well, what have you done to my apparently machine when you get a new yeah i know when, apparently when you get a new battery you have to do all the sort of running it down, bringing it up, running it back down. Oh, like, right, 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 right. I kind guess, of the initial conditioning. Yeah, to, I guess, let the SMC understand what the battery is and how much power it has, mm, I guess, mm -hmm, is the mm -hmm. thing. So anyway, it was... So what did you do about the bulged aluminum? Didn't you say it, it, it actually warped the aluminum? Well, it, it bulged... Well, it, the, the aluminum was bulged out, and so much so that the thing was so bulged that the trackpad wouldn't actually click. So when I was... I, earlier in the story, people, I installed mojave on it and uh when i was installing mojave I had you, to actually, you've missed already an hour yeah, of this <laughs> i had to i had to turn i had to plug in a external mouse because the trackpad wouldn't click you know what i mean wow. like so yeah, yeah anyway yeah. turn it over turn it on and the trackpad clicks again so it was totally the pressure from underneath mm, but i still mm. think that the bottom board of it is like when i was putting the the bottom casing piece on you know, it, it fit, it screwed down, but like it wasn't, you know, when you take the bottom off an Apple laptop, it just, it feels like a nice, yeah. you know what I mean? Like something yeah, yeah, out of yeah. a sci-fi movie. It did yeah. not feel that way going Like there back should be on. some sort of steam coming out of the joints where you've, Ex you've, you've broken a seal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the Ark of the Covenant, right? You know? Right. <laughs> 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 excellent so, reference but but uh but yeah so 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 it, so it went back on and it went down and it sits nice on the table but only because of the little rubber feet i think if the rubber feet weren't there it would probably it's still be still off by a millimeter or so yeah it would be enough of a give you know like it hmm. so but you know what listen if if a 140 dollar battery saves this perfectly fine laptop for another year and a half or whatever it's going to take for them to put out you know the new ones right um, right or you know what honestly nowadays if all you're doing is stills you know, a five-year-old laptop's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's, 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 yeah. there's very I mean, little that Seriously, you... unless you're doing video, especially 4K, if you're doing 1080 video, you're still probably fine, right? True. I, I you know, I, I recently, uh, I, I, I did a video with my other friend, Matt Garrity. I went to Puerto Rico and directed these music videos and I came back with the footage and it was all, some of it was from like a little 5D, but the rest of it was from a Blackmagic 4K pocket that I got. And mm -hmm. so it was, it how was, are you liking it by the way? Um, oh, that camera's great. I mean, yeah, there, there are little things about it, but the footage that comes out of it is amazing. Like I wish I had tracking autofocus. I wish the battery life was better, but like those are all, it's a cinema camera. It's not a run and gun, you know, little SLR camera. Um, yeah, sure. But, uh, but you know, if you get everything right, it is crazy good. The footage. Um, 
Anyway, so I come back with all this 4K bra video, Blackmagic Raw, um, <laughs> B-Raw, and, uh, and I, you know, I sold my iMac Pro. Uh, oh, you did? Okay, so last time we talked, you, you, hadn't, you hadn't yet sold it. You had somebody that was interested, but they hadn't, they hadn't picked it up. Yeah, so or... I ended up, I sold it to this guy. I think I ended up, I paid like 3200 for that computer or something like that. I sold mm -hmm. it for 25 cash. So I got three mm -hmm. years out of mm -hmm. for 700 bucks, which is like, yeah, great. Good. Um, and I figured, oh, the new ones will be coming out any minute now. And so now I'm on this little M1 Air, which again is fine for still stuff and whatever. Although I've had a weird, some weird crashes lately, which we can discuss some other time. But mm -hmm. uh, I come home with that raw footage and I'm editing in, 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 uh, in DaVinci and Ooh, like, I mean, yes, these computers are amazing. Yes, the battery life is amazing. Yes, the M1 is incredible for what it is. Absolutely, all true. But you put it up against, you know, four nodes of color correction in Resolve. <laughs> Grinds to a halt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's the GPU. Yeah. Like, it's just not yeah. that powerful. Um, I mean, again, it's way better than whatever was in an Intel thing or whatever. But I really wish that I had had my eight core iMac pro with a big honking Vega GPU in it, uh, to, to, to do this well, video. Isn't, stuff. isn't the rumor that, that the, 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 whatever it is, the M one X or the M two yeah. is going to have not only more GPU, but, but hardware encoding and, and decoding for, uh, for a lot of these codecs. I think that the, I think that the, the M one has at least two, six, four and two, six, five encoding and decoding. Hmm. I hmm. would be interested to, if they basically gave the chip, a chunk of the chip to, for the pro machines to encode, decode pro res. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like let, let that yeah. be a, a thing or something. I, anyway, I ended up having to make proxy pro res proxies to do what I was doing. And I don't actually know if it ended up improving the situation at all. Cause if I made any changes to anything that I needed to go back to the original raw footage, I had to recreate those pro, you know what I mean? Recreate the middle files right anyway it just it just complicated the whole thing and i really wish i could have just done it with the with the raw files but so yeah i mean right if you're not doing but if you're not doing video it's fine you know it's it's yeah. you know it's just, it's the video is the one thing maybe if you use final cut but like i don't like final cut so you know maybe there's some but final cut doesn't do the black magic raw stuff anyway this doesn't matter <clears throat> but the reason i uh, uh uh we were talking about all this do we should we talk about the other thing or not talk about the other thing it's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Uh, I mean, like, are you all right with discussing what you asked me before? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, when, when have we not been all right with discussing? <laughs> it's true. All right. Give, give the people what the, what your initial query was. Before I don't need, we... now, I don't even remember because it was like seven hours ago. It involved plumbing. So, I think. <laughs> it involved plumbing. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well no I, it, it's not not directly no yeah I, I was just saying with 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 all of the you know we had some we had some plumbing stuff come up over the weekend yeah and uh and oh have you seen have you seen this thing called a pro press fitting have uh, you ever seen one of these i don't know if i have i'm gonna, I'm gonna google okay. it right now pro, okay, pro so press fitting pro press fitting yeah okay. so we had this leak in a hot water line and and so uh, you know i and and it was there wasn't enough room to use what's called a shark bite fitting where you, 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 they're basically press on fittings that, that you can use to repair pipes. There wasn't enough room because it was right near a joist. So the, the next, uh, the next, uh, choice was to like to solder it. Right. And so I called our neighbor, uh, who is, is kind of the keeper of all this kind of knowledge. He's in construction and he's like, well, yeah, it's, it's an easy fix. It takes, takes no time at all. Uh, how are your solder? I see. He said, I, I think are I even have all the parts. Skills? How are your soldering skills? And I was like, I, I don't know how to solder. Wait, are we uh, just talking about like, but there's a difference between electronic soldering and. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and, not that. It's with a torch. In with a torch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where you're heating yeah, the thing yeah. up and then it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Got heating it. the thing up and then capillary action yep, sucks, sucks in, in the, yep, the, the yep. solder. Yeah. So I said, so I don't know how to do that. But for, for someone who knows how to do it, he's, he's like, how, it's, how, a, how it's a five minute skills? thing. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, right near a joist, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like that's what I need to do is is have a torch near a joist and end up, you know, <laughs> honey, <laughs> how how attached to this house were you? Um, so so it you know the, our street is 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 very tight knit group. Everybody knows everybody. 
So he's like, call, call Peter. Peter might be able to help. Peter's another guy who lives on the street. So I call him. Peter's roommate is a plumber, Eli. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'll talk to him when I, when he gets back and, and, you know, see how, how difficult it is. So in the meantime, I'm watching all these videos, right. On, on YouTube of, about soldering and I, and I've, you know, I've got it in my head, Bill, I've got it. You, you, you cut the pipe, you, you, you use emery cloth, you sand this part, you sand the inside of the fitting, and then you put the flux and you put it together and then you hit it with the torch from the bottom because yep. it's got heat from the bottom. And, and it looks like, it looks like I could do this. Right. And, and Adrian's like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Maybe just fielding maybe smart. Maybe just call yeah. somebody. Yeah. So so uh, I get a call on Sunday, and and uh, it's from Peter, and he says, "Hey, Eli, what are you doing right now?" I said, "Nothing." He's like, "Eli and I are going to come up and look at that thing. We're going to, you know, he he says it's it's only going to take a minute." So they come up, and honestly, they they fixed it in like five minutes. Because there are these, these pro-press fittings. He turns off the water. He's like, go turn off the water. I turn off the water. And he's got his little pipe cutter. Cuts the pipe. And I'm, I'm thinking, great. I'm going to learn how to solder. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to watch this guy solder this thing. Yep. Right? And, yep. and, and, and that way, when it happens again, I'll be more likely to try it and less likely to burn the house down. Right. <laughs> so, so he cuts it. And he goes out to the truck. And he comes back with this, this tool. And it's like a, you know, those little right angle Makita drills where they're, they're long, but they've just got a little, sure. it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. that shape, right? Kind of that shape. And, uh, I said, what's that? And he said, pro press. Well, that doesn't mean anything to me. I was like, right. okay. Uh, but basically these fittings have like a little O-ring in them. Yeah. And, I'm looking at, you, I'm looking you, at pictures. So I get it. Okay. Go it's ahead. incredible. So you slide it in there, you put the thing on one end. It's like a, it's like a reverse jaws of life, right? It just clamps down real hard on, on, on the end. Clamps down one end, moves it to the other end. He's like, all right, go turn the water back on. And I'm like, that, that's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, okay, great. You know, and, and I asked, you know, how, what do we owe you? He's like, don't worry about it. We'll get it on the next one. Don't worry about it. And off he goes. Okay. And, I'm, and I, it, it, it just, I, I love. Oh, look at this. He's squeezing it. I'm watching a video now. It's crazy. Now this this machine, the, is, the little handheld machine that does enough it, pressure that that whatever's in there is crimping tight enough for high pressure water to not leak. Twenty one hundred psi. This thing is rated what? for what? Twenty one hundred psi, and he's got two of these things up to four inches in diameter. He can do pipe four inches in diameter with one of these fittings. Okay, so is this what everyone's doing if they need to replace a chunk of pipe now? Apparently, this is what this is the new hotness. Now, is, it's can, do, would, it's new expensive. Installations? Would you do this, or is this just sort of the kind of thing you do when you don't want to? I don't know. It's either this I didn't, or I didn't rip all this stuff out. So let's do this. Yeah, I think that's part, probably closer to it. And that is and cool. it is cool. And and now he said he said the fitting the fittings are about ten bucks for for our size, right? So half inch pipe, it's about ten bucks a piece. So the fitting is a lot more expensive because a regular slip fitting is about a buck. But the time that you save in labor and the training revol- re- involved, required, yeah. is, is minimal. So, so your productivity goes up. Yeah. So I'm talking to- And the a, kids learn this, no skills. That's where this happens. Okay. Well, th- this is the thing, right? I was talking to Mark a, a day or two later, and he says, many, if not most of the advances in these kinds of things, construction technology, assembly technology- is a is a direct result of the lack of skilled workforce. Yes. I can teach you how to use that ProPress machine in minutes, but with with solder there's a finesse to it. There's of a there, there's an art to it. There's an art to it, right? Yeah. So it it, it, it was just it got me thinking about <laughs> as as these things do. Um about about tradespeople, because I have this massive respect for tradespeople. I'm getting ready to, to do this, this new project that's all around, you know, blue collar jobs and tradesmen. Yeah. And, and so this is, this is already in my head. I especially agree and, with you, by the way, when they're really good at, they have skills, you know, where, where you watch them and you think phenomenal never to watch, do, you know? Yeah. Right, right, right. Massive respect. So, and, and kind of one of the first things that, that I talked to you about on, on this call, uh, was, I asked you, you know, were we the first generation that, that was actively encouraged away from pursuing a trade and, and into like, follow your dream, follow your bliss, go to college, be whatever you want to be. Were we the first generation of that? Because there is such a deficit of skilled 
trades workers, plumbers, electricians, uh, carpenters, etc. Right. Yep. Um, By the way, I think, it, it just, I think some of that is to do with the fact that a lot of the people who had skills like that that worked, say, in factories in the fifties and stuff, got screwed mm-hmm. because all of that kind of disappeared. Right. And so the parents were probably also saying, "Go become a lawyer. Go work at some office job." Right. Because that's safer than working some job where they could fire you at any time and replace you and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The reality you're talking about, which is I own my own business and I'm an electrician or whatever, what have you, you know, or, or nowadays, even people who are really great with, you know, like seamstresses and like, you know, those people who, who are making alterations, like that's a crazy skill, like soup making and all that kind of stuff. That's along the same lines. Yeah. Shoe repair, ahead, yeah. you know, cobblers that all. So it's it just, it's gotten me thinking about all these kinds of, of things and N- new career and I, at 50. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but it, it is, it, it, it's, if I, I, I do these thought experiments and if I had it to do over again, would I, what would my life look like if I had chosen to pursue a trade, not necessarily the trade my father wanted me to pursue, but a trade, you know, at, at, I'll be 54 next week. So at 54, the odds are that I could have owned my own company and I wouldn't be doing the day to day. Somebody else would be doing it, but I would have had this thing that I built on the back of being a a, a skilled tradesman, craftsperson, et cetera. And I just, is is this, does this deserve a, a a Wayne's world? Like where (laughs) we go back and actually, we're going to go back in time. (laughs) I guess my, my question though to you is I, I understand that there is, I'm not doubting that there would be satisfaction in it certainly is a good living, right? You know, especially for somebody who doesn't have a crazy education, right? If you're, if you're really good at that stuff, you could, you know, make more money than you and I make easily. You know what I mean? Easily. Uh, in, you know, an hour and a half. Um, but, but would you be, I, I know you'd be satisfied from the, here's a project. We did the thing and now I don't know the waterworks or whatever where it didn't work before, you know, yeah. right now, yeah, those kinds of things there, are, inc- there's a satisfaction, uh, like a, a palpable, 100%. tangible, tactical satisfaction. Yes. Be- because partially because m- one of the big ways I see value is in service is in effort. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and when you can look back on that and go, you know, this, this family now has power again because of me, or this family has water, you know, be, here to there because of me, you know, that's, you're right. That's tangible to me. Or this is, and, feels like a goodwill hunting. There's honor in that. Yes. There's honor there in is. that. <laughs> yes, there is. A- absolutely. But I guess my question is, would you be satisfied at the end of your life thinking, what did I spend my life doing? Fixing pipes? But I'm not satisfied now. Well, okay. That's, I mean, that I guess is the question, right? Yeah. Uh, do you under, do you know, do you, are you able to define what would make you satisfied? I'm working on it. <laughs> I mean, I honestly think that that is the biggest part about the biggest problem with people like yourself and, and me and a million others out there listening right now, um, is that we, we are grading ourselves on a test that we never defined. Right. Right. You know? And, and, and Adrian asked me the other day, and just, just a few days ago, do you know, can you tell me what you really want to do and why you want to do it? Right. And I can't. No, I of course not. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like when people ask me, you know, I, I really enjoy doing portraits. And somebody says to me, well, what is your, what is your ultimate goal? Is it the cover of such and such? I'm like, no, that's irrelevant. You know, I mean, like, great. Yeah, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah. But like, you know. And so how do you define satisfaction? What would satisfy me in this life yeah. on this trajectory, on this path? What would, what, what does satisfaction look like? Do you think anyone and, has a good answer to that? Or do you think even if somebody is happy and has all the things that they want, and I don't mean things as in things, I mean, you know, they have yeah, yeah. all the joy in their life. Do you think that they can even sort of back, do they backfill that with Oh yes, I was always going for whatever right. it is I have now. Right. Uh, I, I don't I don't know that anybody has an easy way of answering that question. Yeah, I don't I certainly don't. I think there's a lot I think there's a lot of hyped up answers to that question, but I don't know that there's any real answers to that question. Yeah. I, I certainly don't. You know, I mean one of the things that I came up with was uh because uh, she again, she's like, you know, you need to identify identify what you want and why you want to do it, and then we can work on 
what obstacles are standing between you and that thing, that, that feeling, whatever that answer is. Right. And then once you define the obstacles, then you can either figure out ways around those obstacles or, or, you know, the, the whole turning obstacles into opportunities thing. Sure, sure, sure. And, sure. and I said, I just want to, I just want to get paid for putting the things out into the world, the work out into the world that I think is important. Right. And she said, that's it. Write that down. And I said, write what down? <laughs> she, she said, you just said it. What did you just say? And, and I said, I don't know. What did I just say? Because <laughs> I was just, I don't okay, know. Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay, let's say that is your answer, right? Yeah, and it's certainly one of them. Yeah, it's, it, that, that is a perfectly reasonable answer and about as good as I can imagine you defining what you're doing. You know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. like from having known you for 10 years. Right. Um, would, would that satisfaction be there if in order to do that, you needed to do things you really didn't want to do in the sense that um, the equivalent for me is like, um, yeah, you can make a lot more money doing what you're doing, but you're going to have to, you know, shoot stuff for, you know, uh, um, uh, Philip Morris or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, right, right. You know, the, whatever the equivalent would be to you where like you're shilling some product you really don't care about because they're sponsoring your whole thing. Like, w would that still have a satisfaction because you still get to do what you want to do, even if you have to drink some castor oil in order to do it? Or, <laughs> or would, would, would is, are we, re are we really referencing a little rascals episode now? <laughs> you know, or, or is it, or is it the purity of what it is that you want to do? That, 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 that is sort of the, 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 the unborn reality, the unborn like dream of what it is, is what you're going for. And the slightly more dirty reality of it, it would still be unsatisfying. Well, I think in this case, there, there, that word important is, is indicative, right? Yeah. Work that I think is important. And, well, and you using your, like, what is your important? What do you find important? Right. Yeah. What do I find important? What has, what has meaning or value? And that's, you know, that, that's, that's in the obstacle phase, I would imagine. Sure. But like you, in, in your example, you don't, you wouldn't think that Philip Morris, working for Philip Morris is important, maybe important's the wrong word in that case, but it's not, it's not, I don't know, ethical, moral, true, true, relevant, true, true, like true. whatever it is. Um, so I don't, I don't know that I, I have to have some sort of lofty uh goal or 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 dream of output it it just you know there the the struggle of of the gig economy and getting paid for putting things out into the world that that we again i keep coming back to that word important that we feel is important well seth godin I, thinks it's important right <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i i don't know i mean i'm like i said i'm this is this is kind of a new realization yeah. and i i feel like i've i've made progress over the past several years sure in in terms of output there's still the question of of you know monetizing and getting paid because it is it is really nebulous and did, did, i mean and, even even the word important though is it important to you or in it's import to other people well yeah, that's another, that's I mean, another you, side you of it. You could be some crazy obscurist down a rat hole with, you know, one other crazy person in Nevada, you know. But if, if you're putting something out into the world, doesn't the importance or the relevance have to be greater than you? Doesn't it have to be more than you? Because now you're, now you're looking at an audience to, to give it validity. Sure, or, but, or that, to, but isn't that, that's a scale, isn't it? I mean, you know. What's important to Seems the 20,000 people who used to listen to us versus the tw 200 million that listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, right. Right. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I mean, there, and why still escapes me, <laughs> you know, and it, but it's, but it, you know, but so, I mean, there's, but th th you know, that's not a, that's not a binary thing either. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know what it means to the world. And nowadays it's, you know, so I put up a, somehow I, I, Somehow I said something useful uh, uh, of 10 years. Apparently 10 years ago today. I, it, the only reason I bring this up is because it popped up as one of those um, uh, memories, you know, uh, uh, you know, today, 10 years ago. Or On what? Is. Where, where did it pop up? Facebook. And I, I think I retweeted. Okay, here we go. Apparently I, I said this 10 years ago. And my friend Iran, uh, my dancer friend Iran uh, Buggy reposted re it at the time and said, well, put Bill Wadman. And apparently this is what I said. 
I said, quote, your job as an artist is about making choices. To, to go more to the point, your only job as an artist is about making choices. For as long as we've been painting on walls, and now even more than ever, art is about editing. You have to make a decision. You have to make a statement, a statement about who you are and what you're trying to say. Your job is to create a signal and not just more noise. And, and I read that this morning. I was like, yeah, it's actually, <laughs> it's not bad. I, I think I agree with you. It, I think I agree with you. But, 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 then in, that, but in today's again. world, there's, even the signal feels like noise. Because everyone else's yeah. signal is also in there. Everyone else's signal is in there. Yeah. Right. So yeah. at a certain point, when we're all trying to yell into the same room, it's 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 very discouraging. I don't know. Do you find that? Do but you- some yes. Okay. But somebody's got to be Jodie Foster with the headphones, right? Somebody's got to be <laughs> woo, 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 woo. like somebody's got to be able to hear that difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On the hood of yeah. the car Staring out there? Staring at you washing know. machines. Yeah. These stories get out, Jeffrey. <laughs> Look, it happens once. <laughs> once. <laughs> there was a rhythm to it. I'm telling you, Wadman. Uh, but, but no, you're, you're right. Yes. But who is that person? Yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. That, that's the person I'm trying to get to. Okay. He, that's, okay. that's the person I'm trying to... to, to reach but, and i don't know how to do but it but in some ways your your definition of all of this um involves and this is funny because we kind of went around this right before we got on the phone too which is you know i i brought up the 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 sort of postmodern art analysis about basically you know art means whatever the viewer thinks it means when when they're you know receiving it right. basically when they're receiving it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that I, it, there, there's a sort of intuitive gut check part of me that says, no, that's bullshit. Like, it means what the person who made it meant it to mean. If you read it as something else because you never learned what they meant it to mean, that's fine. But there is an objective answer at the beginning of the line. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, 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 it doesn't, you know, this picture I take doesn't mean nothing because, you know, I took it and once I take it, it's everyone else's too. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't go down that road. I don't, there's something about it that just doesn't jive with me. But in the same way, you know, you're, you're, you're making all of this stuff, but in some ways it seems like you need to define your work as connecting with people and being successful, in this case, monetarily successful right to like you know put a point on it yeah sure in order for you to feel like you're being successful in doing what you think is important there's an argument to say that you are doing what you think is you're doing all of that already yeah whether or not you're getting the thing at the other end in a postmodern sort of thing that is irrelevant you are like in in my in my sense you're already doing it Right. Like right. you're, you're talking to good people. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're making a connection with them. People are hearing all these stories. And so there is massive value in that, regardless of whether or not, you know, you eat ramen for lunch. Right. He's not eating ramen for lunch. People. So he's fine. So where did, okay. Okay. That being said, and thank you for saying that, but no, I, that I, being I, said, ahead, yeah. how do, how do we get, how do we get so far afield and, and conflate monetary value with actual value uh well i mean i think let me ask you a question if if you if you had a job at a bank if you had a nine to five at a bank yeah uh, you know you had a good job you know um and you did this on the side i have a Mm -hmm. friend who's a pretty well-known podcaster who you know has a day job at a bank um you know he's some like you know executive kind of guy and so his success in that podcast doesn't have to keep him afloat. Does that make sense? You know what right. I mean? Like those yeah. two things are yeah. dissociated. Right. So if you were in that situation, would you still feel the pressure? Well, okay. I, I mean, I kind of am in that situation though. Yeah, I mean, I don't, sure. I don't, you know, I, I, I make enough to, to, to do what it is that I'm doing. There's just an arbitrary number well okay you don't need to to tell me what that arbitrary number is but do you have one in your head is there a is there a threshold to where you would feel satisfied 
I could say yes. He's like, but, but then I know in hitting, that would move. <laughs> I know it would move. <laughs> right. Okay. So then the real problem. I, once is I hit not that, I would this. go. Well, yeah, but you know that was easy to get to. It, it should have been this. Right. Right. You know? But that just means that the real problem is not really any of this. Yeah. It's some sort of self worth value thing in your own head. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is this is it's sort of you know it's a, this is just a symptom of a of a larger thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's like you can fix this, but there really is no fixing it because fixing it, the goalpost is going to move. In which case, you're right back where you started. Right. Um, you just you're it's it's it becomes recycled at at every plateau. You're you're going through it again. Right. Yeah. Tell me you love me. Well, you've only told me you love me fifty three thousand times. I need to hear it fifty four thousand times in order to feel satisfied. Right. But then when you get to 54,000, exactly. now that's really not doing it. I need 57. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, so there a, is no answer. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I, I'm saying that the, <laughs> the answer involves a lot of therapy, Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, uh, you, you, you know, you, you couldn't be closer to the truth. Well, I, I honestly think that, that, I mean, that jokes aside, that is a reality of this conversation, you know, where, where sure. it is as much to do it's more to do with what's going on in your head than it is, you know, anyone else's. Um, yeah. But, but, but I, I, you know, I am certainly, you know, you and I are, are very much alike in this way in the sense that, you know, no matter how successful, how much money I make on a job, how much I think that my pictures are better today than they were five years ago. Like all, whatever progress, progress that I progress, progress, whatever progress I think that I've made. You're Canadian for a moment. Progress. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's the, it's the process of progress. <laughs> all the Dijon ketchup. Um, That's right. We love you, Canada. Uh, it, it, all the progress I've made, it, it really does. You start to question like, well, man i've made all this progress and yet i feel like i haven't really gotten anywhere at least right like i feel like i feel the same as i felt five years ago as i felt 10 years ago even though if my 10 years ago self looked at me today they'd be like wow you know what i mean see and that's the thing right and that that's exactly it that is exactly it you know you could you can look at your work and go yeah i got a cover but it wasn't this cover Right. And then if you get that cover, you go, well, yeah, I got that cover, but it wasn't this cover. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I sort of started from scratch with my website, just like rebuilt it because I needed to, I needed to redesign and I wanted to like move things around. So I was like, oh, I'll just take a day and do this. So I like went back and made all of these, uh, 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 not smart catalog, whatever the things that I, I made a, a bunch of folders in Lightroom of, you know, stuff that I wanted to put up there. So I could like just export this entire folder and that folder would go up as a section, you know, which mm-hmm. by the way, that's keeping track of a portfolio on your computer that it's also on your website. So that if you want to rebuild your website, you don't have to go back from like total scratch is, is a weird, frustrating are, problem. Does that make are, sense? Are, are we going to disrupt the, 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 the web slash desktop connection now? No, we're, we're fine. Um, but uh, but anyway, because yeah, I, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I so I put I put uh, I, I I put up all this stuff, and I'm like redoing, it and I'm like just flipping through my site, and honestly, Jeffrey, and like I'm not sitting here like you know patting my back or whatever it is, but I was like flipping through my site, and I was like, you know what? If I saw somebody else's site and this is what it was, I would think, wow, this person's really good. Like, I wish I made work like this. And it was my own. So work. why is it different from you? Why, why is it different for you then? Because I, and I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> well, no, there, I, I, I'm, I'm saying that this, this sensation was a fleeting moment. <laughs> okay. Right. It was a, it was like a, oh yeah, look at that. That's, that's really good. Now I go back to self doubt, you know, with an instant, right. you know, like right. big sledgehammer right. of self doubt takes you out. Um, but there was like a moment of clarity there, right? Now, again, but this is in some ways in your analogy, you know, like you putting out your work all the time. It's like your work is not the problem. It's, right. it's how you feel like your work is being accepted or, 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 or no, it's, it's not that people, it's, it's not that people don't appreciate it or don't like it. Cause in the same way that, you know, I get people writing me all the time saying, 
oh my God, I love your work. Blah, blah, blah. Like, thanks. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. You know, and, and we still get emails about OTP still. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so it's, it's not that you and I don't get affirmation from the outside. Right. What, what, what we don't get is some giant paycheck of affirmation, you know, which, which in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean as much. Yeah. I'd rather have the real people telling me than yeah. the paycheck yeah. and not the real people. But, you know, I... So why is the other well, so hard to let go both of? Both would be kind of nice, too. But yeah. You know, yeah. You know. Yeah. So... Why is the other so hard to let go of? When, when, when it doesn't come, but, the, but the, that, that sort of emotional, existential affirmation does come in and come in in spades, but this other thing doesn't, why is that the thing that we're holding on to as, as the... Or, or why is that the beacon of failure? I, I don't know, but... In the like in the past few weeks, um, and I, I guess this is a question for you too because you're a few years older than me. Did, was there an age at which you felt like you hit an inflection point where you knew you weren't sort of building your life anymore? You were now living it. It's like if somebody had a career as an attorney, right? Let's, let's say you're, you want to be a, an attorney and you go to school and you go to law school and you get out and you work really hard and you get a job as a, as an associate and you work as an associate for 10 years, and then you or seven years and you finally become a partner and you become a, like a, then an equity partner. And now like, and there's a point at which you look back and you go, Oh, I've done all of that building stuff. Bef- that's done. That part of my life is done. Now I'm an attorney. I'm not somebody who wants to be an attorney. I actually am an attorney. And not to be crazy, weird, and morose, but, you know, how old was your mother when she died? 65. Right. So you are, you know... Uh, I'm 10 years away. Exactly. 11 years away. Right. Okay, do you ever think like that? Because, you know, I'm 14 years out from my dad's <laughs> Do death, I ever right? think like that? He's, 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 no. He's like... No, he's, never, he's Bill. He's like, 10 years, 256 days, <laughs> we, 3 hours, we, 6 minutes, We haven't had, seconds. you know, a thousand hours of recorded conversation about this. <laughs> so I've been, you know, I've been thinking about this stuff a lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. less my work stuff and, you know, other stuff that, that, that we're kind of thinking about. Anyway, it, it just, there's this part of me and I'm like, hold on a second. I only get one trip on this ride. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm at Chuck E. Cheese for five hours and I've been collecting, you know, tickets at the skee ball thing for three and a half hours. <laughs> right. Am I going to keep collecting them until, you know. Yeah. Or am I going to go get the, the thing? So I can, am I going to go cash them in and get the thing so I can enjoy before it? Before my yeah, mom yeah, picks me yeah. up in two hours. Cause yeah. this is going to end. And so why, you see what I'm saying? And yeah. it's not like I have all the money in the world or whatever, but there's a part of me that goes, what the hell am I doing? Like, I don't have kids. Why am I like obsessing about like, I could die tomorrow. Right. You know? So, right. so, you know, Well, and that's, that's, that's the thing. Right. That that is absolutely one of those points that that we have come back to again and again. And it's one of the things that that and I don't think this is unique to just you and I, but it's one of the things that we get stuck on. There there is affirmation, there is uh, validation, there is, um, you know, appreciation. But because it doesn't come in this one little packaged form that we think it should. We can't see it. Right. We see glimpses of it, but we can't see it consistently. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 we went out and, and visited um, our relatives, TJ and Marjorie, out in uh, Asbury Park uh, a couple right. weeks ago. And TJ, who's very well-read, very smart, very wise man, um, who was the you know, chief learning officer at ETS, you know, the testing place. In, in, right. In, you know, right. he's like that kind of guy. Right. Yeah. Um, said, uh, you know, your job in life, your job is not to be a photographer or a storyteller or a podcaster. Your job is to cultivate your story, which I thought was a really interesting way, you know, so basically it's not like, yes, you need to do your job in order to cultivate your story, but doing your job is not, you know, making your shows and doing your interviews that's not your job. Your job is being the person who tells the story of Jeffrey Sidoris, who is a person who tells stories and talks to people. Does that make sense? Mm. Like it's, it's like yeah, one yeah, level yeah. higher. So right. 
in some ways, you know, like in a way that kind of came up in conversation, he, he, he said, you know, it's not about me being in the office, sitting at my computer, doing what it is. It may be that tell like furthering my story involves me having lunch with that guy from the other section of the office and then having a third person see the two of us having lunch. Cause now they think that I'm the kind of person who knows the kind of person I'm sitting with, like that, that it's all connected in some larger way. And I said, isn't there a, a, a possibility that somebody could look at this all in a Machiavellian way? And that the reality is that, you know, they're, they're, they look like they're doing their job, but it's, it's all just a smokescreen. You know what I mean? Like that their story is a farce basically, Mm. you know? And Mm. he's like, yes, there is. But it's irrelevant. And, 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 it's, and I said, it's kind of like the whole myth of the meritocracy, right? It's like, it's not about being good. It's about people knowing you are good so that they, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, like right, unless right. that knowledge the perception is, that you're good. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it, it's just, it's like something that I've been, like, I've been sticking on for the last three weeks and haven't quite fully absorbed it. Hmm. But, it but it's kind of stuck in me, but it kind of makes me think about the kinds of things you and I do. And I think sometimes you and I think that our job is doing what we do when that's not our job. Our job is to make the world understand that we do what we do. And, and which is, which is a, which is a different, it's, it's like a slightly different tinge. Yeah. But at the the same time, I think that, you know, for me definitely, and I think for you to a large extent, the, the problems that we have about sort of propping ourselves up and self-promotion and all that kind of stuff that we kind of feel a little icky about mm-hmm. it, th- th- that changes a little bit when we don't see it as this is the thing we need to do in order to sell the thing we do. Well, no, 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 that is the thing you do. Right. You know, it, right. it makes it a little bit easier to swallow when you realize that that is, a, that's all of it. You know what I mean? Like, so you're, you're asking people to bear witness to this. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, I think the funny thing is, is about you and I, I think we are both in some ways scared of being the town crier for ourselves for fear that somebody is actually going to call us and ask us to produce. The reality is 100%. But the reality 100%. is that what you and I produce is really good work. And we have no reason <laughs> right. to be worried about that. That's the one thing right. we actually do have down. Right. So, so why do, why is there... Why do we go from, from seeing the website and going, yeah, I'd hire that guy to, oh, wait, but it's my work. No, exactly. no, no. I, w- I wouldn't hire that I guy. don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, 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 and I, mean, I mean, this is, all, you know, the larger question of, of your and I's relationship over the last 12 years of our marriage. Um, <laughs> right. Somehow making that distinction changes things in my mind. I haven't quite worked it out yet, but I just wanted to throw it in here into the mix. It is, yeah. it is, um, it's tricky. You know, all of this it is stuff tricky. is really tricky. I think it's, I think it's going to warrant more conversation. Well, yeah. I mean, we're all, uh, all about conversation, but yeah. But that's, I mean, what an interesting, I, I even wrote it down. Your job is to cultivate your story. Yeah. There's something in that, isn't there? There is. I, there I, is something in I, that. I don't know what it is. I, I have to chew on it for a little bit, but the there thing. is I've something been chewing on it for weeks. there. Yeah. And I, cause I think that. A lot of us think our job is to do our job because I think in some ways cogs in the system, like we, in some ways, at least in the West, our education system is built in such a way where Sidoris, put your head down, do what I told you to do. Like that's your job. Right. When that's really not your job, you know, in some ways, if you worked at some company, your job might be to come up with an idea and send a memo to your boss and also his boss. So then your boss can't take your idea and sell it as his right you know what i'm saying like there's you know <laughs> yeah. and not to be like a total jerk about it and and try to one-up everybody all the time and be all like taking other people down but just kind of you know decisions are made by those who show up right so it's like be one of the people who shows up and say something there's nothing there's nothing evil in speaking up and yet i right. often feel like there's something evil in speaking up same you know, and it, yeah, your, your town crier metaphor is, is, is so right on for me. Yeah, I don't. And it's, 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 there's, I don't know. There's so much in all of this that, you know, especially with the last year of, uh, coronavirus and, you know, yeah, 
all the rest of it. I mean, your life didn't change at all, right? You were just, <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> um, you know, this, yeah. I mean, this past year, it makes you think about all this stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. even like I, you know, I've been, I've been like playing around with writing a couple of movie scripts. Like I've been playing around just as like a fun little side thing, but I think they actually might be okay. And then I'm just like, mm. well, I can't write a movie script. I don't know anything about yeah, that. And I was yeah, like, yeah. well, neither did the people who wrote them the first time they wrote them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I think, you know, it, it, it honestly. It, you, you weren't a screenwriter when you wrote your first script. You just, you were just a guy who wrote a film. Exactly. You, know, you, you wrote something. For, you became a screenwriter. Ex- you became a photographer. You became a painter. Exactly. Or, you know, whatever it is. And, and honestly, yeah. except for literally brain surgery and rocket science, you know, we, you know, uh, we, we have a, we have a little half sister in the family who's 18 and going to college. And we've been thinking about all the different, I've been asking everyone, if you knew what you knew today and could talk to your freshman self in college, what one piece of advice would you give? Right. Do you have an answer to that, by the way? Um, (laughs) you can think about it. And one of the, one of the things I came up with while thinking about this and talking to other people is that most people are making it up most of the time. Hmm. Like they're making it up as they go along because life is making it up as you go along. If you knew how to do it, you wouldn't be living. You know, like, like not knowing how to do something and trying it for the first time is what living is about. And so, you know, we have such fear that, oh my God, well, I've never in this case written a screenplay. I don't know how to do that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, of course you don't. You've never written a screenplay. Once you're right, one. I've never soldered a pipe. Ex- well, exactly. To go back to that, absolutely. Now, could you could you today, Jeffrey, go down to the uh, hardware store, buy a bunch of you know, buy a bunch of fittings and some you know, half inch or three quarter inch copper pipe segments, right? And go down in your basement and with a torch and just play with trying to solder things together. Sure. You could. And you know what? In yeah. two or three days, I'm sure you could have done that thing just fine. Yeah. It's yeah. again, it's not rocket science. You know, anything you can learn on YouTube is not rocket science. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. It's just, uh, it, I, I feel like we all give ourselves such a hard time all the time and we beat ourselves up and we make ourselves feel less than because yeah. other people in some ways, because other people who are cultivating their stories make us feel like we're less than because they're better at cultivating their stories. A lot of times it's not necessarily yeah. better. Yeah. They're not better. It's at not doing that they're they, better at doing the thing. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, 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 you know, and I think that part of what, 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 what I don't like about social media is that there's a lot of people who are cultivating their stories in either really clumsy ways or really tacky ways. Like that, that totally happens. Right. You know, yeah, I read stuff all the time or post. I'm just like rolling my eyes. Like, oh my God, get over yourself. You know, <laughs> I know I burst another blood vessel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, you know, I don't want to be them so much that I don't end up being myself. Okay. But okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. Why is that the benchmark? Why do we automatically go there instead of going to the people who are doing it really well? Why, why is our fear that we're going to end up, that someone is going to roll their eyes at us rather than looking at it and going, wow, that was really well done. Well, yeah, yeah, I I am going to click. I am going to to read further into this. Sure. Yeah, no, totally. And, and I mean, one, you know, uh, Art Streber who, you know, big photographer guy does Mm -hmm, all those behind mm -hmm. the scenes posts. Oh yeah. He's great. Which, which are fantastic. He's just like, oh yeah, here's how I did it. I laid it all out. Shows you, you know, behind the scenes. There's no, there's no, I'm going to hold on to this just for me. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, lately when I post stuff, I'll, I'll just do a little, you know, a couple sentences explaining the lighting and, and the gear I used for the random mm-hmm. people who actually care about that stuff, who understand what the hell I'm talking about. Right. You know, and a bunch of people have written me and said, oh my God, I love that part of it. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. I can do more of that. You know, like right. that, that doesn't cost me anything. And if it, if other people like it, that's great. So there are examples, right? Where somebody's doing something that you can sort of not crib, but at least say, oh, that's an interesting way of doing it. Right. Yeah. And, and I would, I would, I would offer that for you, it even makes it more 
not ne- not necessarily approachable, but the tone shifts because you're you're also providing something. You're not just saying, "Look at me." You're saying, "Look at this thing," and and here's how you can do it too if you want to. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So there, there's an additional level of value, I think, for an audience member or for a viewer that goes beyond just here's this thing I did. Right. Yes. Gaze upon my creation. Yeah. Now, and the people for whom are going to get some joy out of that might be, you know, a, you know, a few dozen nerdy photographer people. Right. You know, and by the way, love all you nerdy photographer people. I'm one of you. <laughs> but, the, what, but it's a tonal shift. Read the Straber <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a tonal shift. It, and, it, and it totally e- is. Even if you're not, even if you're not uh, a nerdy photographer, your words, not mine. you're like i'm speaking for bill right now go ahead yeah yeah even if that's not you the fact that 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 i as an audience member can see that you're offering something or providing something or sharing something beyond just look at me and look gaze upon what i've made sure there's a tonal shift i i look at you differently because of that because now it's not just all about you it's it's providing something else. Sure, yeah. I mean, and honestly, like you could put up a picture and you could tell the story of the picture or some little anecdote from the day and you could talk about the technical stuff or whatever it is. And like, that's all stuff you can do. Somehow, it still feels like there's a step there that I haven't, I haven't quite found that, that adds something that I think is worthy of being added that also, I don't know, gets people to notice but even like looking to get people to notice again cultivating your story still feels icky to me even if it's coming from a good place you know yeah it's it's a really it's a really interesting uh trouble but going back to the the larger piece here is just that i don't think that there is anything um listen you know there's there's a lot of people who are working working for the weekend, right? They're working to, 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 to do the, to get retire and all this kind of stuff. And, and I really, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I was like, the problem is, is that I really honestly kind of already do what I would do if I retired tomorrow. Right. So like, I don't, you know, you made, you made the joke earlier, even, you know, I, I could be, I could have a team of people doing the work and I could be playing golf and I forget where you said, you said somewhere good. Not Venice, Palm Springs, Palm Springs, maybe. Yeah, it's like do you, Venice. Do you <laughs> are there even golf courses in Venice? Do you want to play? <laughs> no, I don't want to play. Well, that, golf. I don't like golf. Right, but, but see, but that's that's therein lies my problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, you could have done that, and yeah. So now you can have some more security so that you can do. Wait, what do you want to do with your life? Oh, you want to talk to people and make shows and podcasts? Great. Well, yeah, why weren't you there. just doing that all along? You're already doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, you, you could beat yourself up about it. I certainly think that there's a lot of people who really don't know what they want to do with their lives who would end up getting some crappy mid-level job working at some advertising firm or something like that who could make just as much money and probably have more satisfaction as a plumber or an electrician. I think that's totally mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. So in some sense, I think that there is a, there needs to be a shift towards um, uh, 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 in our society of respect towards people who have actual hard skills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I totally agree with that, but I don't think that that's necessarily the panacea for somebody like you or me. Mm -hmm. In some ways I actually am that guy is just instead of, you know, using a press fit machine, I use a camera. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Subscribe to Jeffrey Sidoris Everything in your favorite podcast app to get more episodes like this one, along with my shows Process Driven and Deep Natter and everything else I release in one feed. Connect with Bill on Twitter and Instagram at Bill Wadman. That's B-I-L-L-W-A-D-M-A-N or on his website at BillWadman.com. You can also listen to all 325 episodes of On Taking Pictures the weekly photography show Bill and I did for more than six years at ontakingpictures.com. Connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Jeffrey Sadoris. That's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-S-A-D-D-O-R-I-S or on my website at jeffreysadoris.com. And if you'd like to email me directly, 
I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email at talkback at jeffreysedoris.com. And as always, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you being here. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you on the next one.